You got to do it because that is what's going to increase your confidence in yourself. You have to keep your word to yourself. Hi friend, welcome to another episode of the Why Can't I podcast. I'm Sarah Hagstrom, plant-based health coach turned life and business coach. My goal for this show is to bring you episodes that have you asking the very important question, one I've been asking myself from a young age, why can't I? Followed by a little bit of watch me. All right, let's dive in. I don't know about you, but I am doing a lot of personal growth (laughs) the past few months. And today I'm going to be sharing a little bit about that and what that looks like. And talking about my solo vacation, I know I shared some on Instagram. So if you follow me on Instagram, you may have seen some reels that I did, but I want to go more in depth into the solo vacation, why I took it, how it went, and how that ties into confidence and growth because I do believe that they're all tied together. So if you didn't know, in October, I took a solo vacation. That was one of my goals for 2021. I did a podcast all about if you go back a few episodes, you will see my goals for 2021 and I will do a recap in the next few months talking about how I did. Like I said, I have just been working on lots of growth and really trying to check off as many things as I can before the end of the year. I love a goal. (laughs) I love to be able to cross it off. So that has been a real big focus for me these past few months. And so I looked at my bullet journal a few months ago and I was like, man, how many of these things can I cross off before the end of the year? And I think I came up with six. And so I was like, okay, time to get to work, Sarah. So I booked a solo vacation. I went to Savannah. And if you are really into health and wellness and luxury, you would really enjoy it because I am pretty hard to please in terms, and I'm, I know that my community is too, in terms of food. It's really hard to go to a nice resort and get healthy food, food that you would make at home, food that makes you feel really good. And Savannah, it is located in Carefree, Arizona. You fly into Phoenix and it's about a 35, 40 minute uh, drive from the airport. And yes, it really is called Carefree, Arizona. How great is that? It's really beautiful. It's the desert. I know a lot of people don't love the desert because it's hot and it's dry. In October, it was great. It was high 70s. We had an 80 degree day. We had a 65 degree day. It was just very comfortable, very beautiful. So I am pretty confident being on my own. I grew up on my own. I'm an only child. I've talked about this lots. And so I was so surprised how many times I almost talked myself out of going on this vacation. I'm pretty sure I said to Peter, you know, the week leading up, like, should you come? Should I go? Should we do this together? Are you sure you don't want to go? And I'm so grateful for him for staying so strong and being like, no, you're going to go. It's going to be fine. You've been wanting to do this. And so let me tell you a little bit about it. So on the flight to the resort to Arizona, I felt so alone. I was like, this is so strange. And it's not like I've never flown by myself before, but It had been probably two years and on flights, Peter and I usually, I mean, we usually watch our own shows, but he's there and, you know, we're eating lunch together or snacks together or, you know, making little comments to one another. And so it just felt really weird being all alone on the flight. But then after I got off the flight, the first place I went was Whole Foods and I felt very at home. I was 
so grateful for Whole Foods. It just makes me feel so comfortable just being there. I love looking down all of the aisles and just the setup, the layout. You know, it. I, I love a small health food store, but it, there's something about going somewhere where you're very familiar. You know the lay of the land. You know what to expect. And so I felt very at home there. And that kind of set me on this path of feeling a lot more comfortable. Once I arrived at Savannah, I was so comfortable and relaxed. It is beautiful. I definitely recommend checking it out. Just the style of it is beautiful. It's very like modern and chic and inviting and everybody is so friendly, so nice. The thing that really worked for me and this trip was they have a lot of classes where they encourage community and conversation. And so if you have been thinking about taking a solo vacation One of the reasons why, real quick, I'll back up, I wanted to do a solo vacation was because I was feeling like pulled in lots of different directions, mostly with our business. As we've brought on more team members, it seems like my asana is always full, my email is always full, my messages are always full, and it feels like I'm always delegating things to different people and people are waiting on things for me and there's voice messages and it's just a lot. And so I was like, it would be really nice to go on a trip and just take care of myself. Like, what do I want? When do I want to eat? When do I want to work out? When do I want to get up? Right. And just really reconnect to myself. And so that's why I wanted to go on the solo vacation. I wanted to do things on my terms. And then I, like I said, I wasn't, I was surprised how nervous I felt and how alone at times I felt. And so Savannah was really great because they encourage conversation and they have so many classes. And another thing that is really great is all of the classes are free to guests. You can book as many classes as you want. And they have about, I would say 10 to 20 classes a day. So you are not going to be bored. There's so many things to do. P.S. This is not an ad for Savannah, but I'm just a really big fan. So once I got there, I felt great. The classes were great. I met a lot of women, a lot of women, a lot of moms. If you're a mom listening and feeling like you could use a recharge, this would be great. A lot of moms were there just recharging their battery. They felt like their health had you know, taken the back seat and they needed just some self-care for themselves. They had, I met a lot of women who had seven-year-olds or 10-year-olds and they hadn't taken a trip away from them. And so um, I was just so happy to to see them and to connect with them. It was really fun. So yeah, I met a lot of women traveling solo or traveling together. I think that we're going to do a retreat for the Mastermind Club there because it's just it's perfect for that. So there were a lot of women on retreats there together in small groups, a few couples I saw, but mostly a lot of females, (laughs) a lot of females at Savannah, which is great. And then there's another point where I challenged myself to go to dinner alone. So they have a cafe, it's called, I think it's called Seed and it's grab and go stuff. And so I did that for lunch and that was really easy and they have room service. And so I did that one day, just got it delivered and watched this really cute movie that I'm blanking on the name. It's with Reese Witherspoon. It's older. And I think it's called maybe Coming Home and like three guys. It's a goodie. If you haven't seen it, Google it. (laughs) GM me if you know the name of it and you're listening to this podcast. Okay. So I did that a lot, but I really wanted to challenge myself to go to the restaurant and eat and do it alone. 
And so I did. And what is so funny about all of this is like I keep saying, I don't really have a hard time spending time alone. I know some people are like, oh my gosh, that sounds so scary or it's so challenging. And again, I think part of it is my childhood and I like being by myself and I recharge by being by myself. And so it didn't seem like that big of a deal. But when I got there, the restaurant was set up for a romantic date. It is. It was very dark. It's a lot darker than I thought. And so I was like, oh, great. This is going to be fantastic. I'm going to be sitting in the dark by myself eating dinner. But I just kept going forward and doing it. And what was coming up for me, like as soon as I sat down, because it took a while for me to be seated, as soon as I sat down, I saw a table of ladies to my left and they were all eating. And I just had this moment of, oh my gosh, I'm such a loser. This is so uncomfortable. They're probably judging me. Like all of this ego or as Melissa Ambrosini likes to say, inner mean girl chatter came up. And it actually reminded me a lot of what I hear from new health coaches, this fear of what are other people going to think? Or no one was on my live or no one commented, you know, or what if this person sees my video and it's not very good? And as that was going on, I also had this moment of Sarah wisdom pop into my head. And it was like, hey, that's okay. You know, if people are judging you or they think this about you, because I really like myself and I enjoy my company. And I just had this moment of kind of what I've learned to do as an entrepreneur over the years of just not letting my mind control me and just saying like, hey, this is just a story. I'm not going to accept that. I know that it's not true. Like I like myself. Like I'm not a loser. And as soon as I went to that dialogue instead, I hear Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. And I turn my head and I see my new friend, Amy, and she had just finished a workshop and wanted to know if I could catch up with her afterwards outside before bed. And we did. And it was great. And so it was just this moment of, you know, hey, you're okay. You can do this. You can do hard things. Like you like yourself. This is growth. This is a little bit uncomfortable, but you're going to be okay. And it just reminded me of the importance of challenging ourselves and getting out of our comfort zone. And it reminded me that things that we think are going to be really scary or lonely or challenging, if we just breathe into them, if we just rest into them, settle into them, they're usually not as challenging as we've built them up to be. There's this quote that I found on Pinterest that I really love, and it goes, real challenge is difficult at the beginning but gorgeous at the end. Change begins the moment you get the courage and step outside of your comfort zone. Change begins at the end of your comfort zone. And if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen me getting really into, it's it's this place called Breathe Degrees and it's cold plunges. I don't like cold water, or I should say I didn't like cold water. And these cold plunges are 43 degrees, Sometimes it says 41. One time it said 39 degrees, right? And you're getting in them and you're sitting for three minutes in the cold water with others. You do it as a group. One of my girlfriends was clarifying. (laughs) So yeah, you do it as a group, which I think is better. So you're not all alone. And the first time I've probably done it, 
like six times now. The first time I went, I was terrified. And we do breath work before, which is genius. The guy who created this is so smart to do breath work and then get into the cold because it's all about your breath. If you can breathe through it, it makes a world of difference. And so the first time we did the breath work and I knew next step was the cold plunge. And I was so stinking nervous. I was so nervous. I was like, all the thoughts, it's going to be so cold. I'm going to have to get out. It's going to be uncomfortable. I'm not going to like it. And the, we, we had this instructor, her name was Brooke. And she said, the cold, we're going to go into the cold plunge and the cold plunge represents everything you're afraid of, right? And you're going to get in there and you're going to do it. And as someone who is afraid of most new things, it was super empowering for me to go in there and do it. And it is, if you haven't done it, you have to do it. It is this natural high, like a cup of coffee without the jitters. Or if you are a runner, it's like that runner high. Or if you're a juicer and you drink a bunch of green juice and you're out in the sun and just lit up, it's that same thing. And so doing these things that really challenge me and take me outside of my comfort zone help build up my confidence in myself. And they, they've they been making me realize that things aren't as challenging or as hard or as scary as our mind makes them up to be. And I wanted to share this message with you because it really ties into business. And if you can be really confident in yourself, if you can get out of your comfort zone, if you can challenge yourself and see how capable you are, I promise your business will start growing like you like you dream, like you want it to. If you've been feeling stuck in your business or feeling like things aren't moving as quickly as you'd like, I want you to look at how's your confidence been? How has your comfort zone been? Have you been staying really comfortable or have you been pushing yourself? I want to interrupt this message real quick and let you know the Coach and Grow Co Mastermind is currently open for enrollment. This is my signature live coaching program for health and wellness coaches who want to scale to 5K months online, get in front of new audiences, and launch with success. This is for you if you know you want to serve others and help them get healthy, but you have a hard time reaching them. If you have all of the ideas but need support when it comes to what to focus on, You, my friend, do not want to miss this. This is a chance for you to get coached by me where I will look at everything going on in your business and help you come up with a solid plan that gets results. So if you go to thecoachandgrow.co forward slash mastermind, you will find all of the details. The link will also be in my Instagram bio or you can DM me. Okay, back to the show. I want to take a second here and really tie this in with your business. Because I believe how you feel affects the success of your business. And we need to be feeling very confident, confident in ourselves, confident in our ability to run a successful health and wellness business or whatever your business is. So here are a few tips that have really allowed me to boost my confidence. And I think they will be very helpful for you as well if you're not doing them already. So number one is you have to do what you say you're going to do. Keep your word to yourself. If you say you're going to go live, go live. So many coaches tell me, hey, I'm going to do a video. I've been saying I'm going to do a video. I'm going to do a video. And I will hold you accountable. Did you do the video? 
and they're like, no, I haven't done it yet. You got to do it because that is what's going to increase your confidence in yourself. You have to keep your word to yourself. For me, I think about when I say I'm going to do something, I think about if I don't do it, I'm going to feel flat afterwards. I'm going to feel deflated. Going back to the cold plunge, we did one like on Thursday and then we were traveling and so we didn't get back until we weren't able to go back until the following Thursday. And on the previous Thursday, I said, okay, next time we come, I'm going to go underwater during the cold plunge. Apparently, it helps your body relax a lot faster. And so I was like, I'm going to go underwater. And so Thursday came and I was like, am I going to do this? I said I was going to do this. Am I going to do this? I'm getting nervous. I feel like I want to chicken out. But I just thought after I do it, I'm going to feel so proud of myself. If I don't do it, I'm going to feel a little bit depressed, a little bit down, just not feeling great because I didn't keep my word to myself. So one of the greatest things that you can do to boost your confidence is do what you say you're going to do. And so maybe that means, because some people are quick to say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and I'm going to do that. Maybe it means you slow down a little bit in terms of what you say you're going to do. So that way you can actually do them and at the end feel really confident about them. The second one is to celebrate your wins. I have this program where my coaches have to write down their wins every single week of the program, right? And there's a list and they put them in there. And every week I go in and I look at them and I look at all the coaches who are going through the program at the time and all of their wins for the week. And it's so interesting to see some coaches are wild in there. There's 10 plus wins. They are, it is completely full for the week. They're writing down everything they're going to town, their sentences. And then there are other coaches who write one, you know, I think I give like five spaces or three spaces and there's like one or two filled out and there's lots of space left over. And I can tell by how they write down their wins and their success online and how they're showing up. The ones who write down their wins like crazy, business is going great for them. Life is going great for them because they're grateful. They feel like they're winning. And so they're getting more wins and celebrating your wins. Gratitude practice is very similar. However, if you're not doing it, if you have a hard time thinking about your wins, I recommend that you stretch that muscle. You stretch that mu- that gratitude muscle. You stretch that win muscle. If you always write down two things you're grateful for or you always write down three wins at the end of the day, try writing down five. Try writing down 10 the following week and really increasing that. You want to see things in life as they're winning. A lot of coaches do this thing where they beat themselves up for things that they didn't do. I didn't go live. I didn't, you know, get the results that I wanted in the program. And it's just, it feels so uninspiring. It feels like a burden. It feels heavy. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't motivate you. So if you've been doing that, I want you to switch to what is working. I'm not saying that you shouldn't feel your feelings if you're feeling bad. I think it's so important that we feel all of the feelings especially if you're like me and have, you know, chronic pain issues. It's so important that we feel our feelings. But I do think when it comes to business, your wins are so important and not dwelling on things that didn't go how you expected them to go. So if you haven't been celebrating your wins, I recommend that. Number three is what this episode is all about is get outside of your comfort zone and challenge yourself. 
When you do things you didn't think you could do, you will notice a huge increase in your self-confidence. So I want you to think about the last time you did something challenging. And if you're like, man, I haven't challenged myself. I haven't done anything a little bit uncomfortable for a while. Do that. And then I want you to do number two and celebrate it, okay? And then number four is going to be to surround yourself with people who are positive and have a growth mindset. This is why I'm so big on masterminds. And even if you have to pay to get in the room, to get in a circle of people who are equally or even more committed than you are, it wears off on you. And you hear them speak so highly of themselves. Then you think, wow, like I really need to start speaking more highly of myself. I am doing a good job. And it increases your confidence, okay? Kana and I are so on it with our coaches. We'll notice sometimes that they they are friends with coach other health coaches who maybe don't have such an abundance mindset, have more of a lack mindset, and we are really just like, oh gosh, we're going to have to step in. It's kind of like overbearing parents. We're like, who told you no one will pay you $5,000 for your program? tell us, where did you hear that? And then they say the person, we're like, hmm, maybe you guys shouldn't be hanging out as much. Or maybe can we get this book into their hands, right? Why why we should all be millionaires. So make sure you are taking audit of your circle and the people that you're spending time around. You don't want other people's limitations wearing off on you. Get in circles with people who have an abundant mindset and believe in themselves. It will expand you and it will help you do the same things. If you want to be achieving $10,000 a month in your business, if you want to launch a new course, if you want to grow your business, scale your team, get in circles with people who are doing that and believe in themselves. And if you have people who are not super positive and have a lack mindset, create some space. There's nothing wrong with that, especially when it comes to building your business. When I started believing in myself and my ability to run a successful business, my business started growing. Do not give energy to what others will think. Those who are doing the same or or doing more than you, they will never judge you, my friend. It's always the people who are doing less, who are not at that level, who are not putting in the work. So do not, do not, do not give credit to what other people will think. The most important thing, kind of like I realized sitting at that table was, how do I feel about myself? How do I feel about the job that I'm doing? Take audit on yourself, your self-love, right? Your self-confidence. That is the most important thing because when you feel really confident in yourself, it will show up in your business. Your business will start to reflect that growth as well. Okay, that is all I have for today. Peter and I are now off to the beach, which is the perks of living in San Diego. It is seriously 80 degrees today and it's November. How crazy is that? All right. I love you so much. And I can't wait to hear about how you are growing into your best self until next time. Bye friend. Okay. Real quick. I almost forgot. If you have been thinking about joining the mastermind, I wanted to share a quick message from Brittany who was in our last mastermind. All right, over to you, Britt. 
Hi girls, I'm Britt. I joined Sarah's Mastermind back in March of 2021 and my business has grown so much in the past nine to 10 months because of everything that I learned in her mastermind and have been able to incorporating even after the mastermind finished. So I launched my first one-on-one program where I made $7,000 and fully booked it out the first week that I launched it. I just finished launching my first course where I signed 22 clients and am now making passive income on it. I have gone completely 100% full-time as a health coach. Um, In March of 2021, when I joined the mastermind, I had 300 followers of like my closest friends and family. I have scaled my Instagram to 18.5K, which is so crazy. Um, Sarah has grown a successful business herself. She teaches you everything that she has learned over the past 10, 11 years so that you can grow your business in such a short amount of time with tried and true practices. Um, I remember being so scared to initially invest in her mastermind because I had a wedding to save for at the end of the year. I'm getting married in six weeks and looking back on it, I am so grateful that I did invest because not only have I made that initial investment back, I've made so much more, thousands of dollars more, plus I've grown my business and gone 100% full-time so 10 out of 10 would recommend Sarah's mastermind you get to connect with other health coaches learn from other health coaches learn from Sarah herself and you feel so so incredibly supported that you can literally do whatever you want so so excited for you guys I wish you nothing but success